You want dominant offense and run blocking? Detroit and Allen Park. That's the place for it. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It's a Monday, a new week of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day on a Monday, November 13th, and a Tuesday, November 14th. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcast. Thanks to our everydayers who are out there. Got to give a shout out to my guy, Eric McComas. He and his young son watching the games every Sunday. Mike Stefani, who was out in LA yesterday, is an everydayer. Austin Merwin, we thank you for hitting us up on Twitter at Derry Speaks. And heck, I just figured out an everydayer today, my good buddy and the uh, longtime voice of the Tigers on the TV side, Mario Impemba. Shout out to Mario. He checks out the podcast on Lockdown Lions right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Again, Matt Derry with you. Follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, at Lockdown Lions, Matt Derry Facebook fan page. And thank you to those watching on our Lockdown Lions YouTube channel. Please subscribe. You can watch for free each and every day. Coming up on the show today, a lot of tape review, a lot of re-watching. Everybody is so enamored with what the Lions are doing up front. We got to get into that because this is what Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes said the team was going to look like and do. And this is exactly who they are. We'll get into that coming up momentarily. Also, we got a pro football focus PFF grades, top five and bottom five Lion performers uh, from yesterday's uh, win over the Chargers, 41-38. Uh, Dan Campbell backing up his uh, defensive coordinator day, Aaron Glenn, which you knew he would. And of course, next week, we got to look ahead to the Bears coming to town. Lockdown Lions today is brought to you by Game Time. We've talked about Game Time before. You download the Game Time app, you, app, you create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Uh, let me say something quick before we get into the Lions. And I mentioned Mario and Pemba. Mario was fantastic calling Tiger games for many years um, on Fox Sports, Detroit, Valley Sports, whatever. And I, we're not going to get into, into everything with Mario and what happened at the end. Mario is an amazing person and a great broadcaster and got screwed. Regardless, I got to give a shout out to the Tigers. And I rarely do that because I've never thought they were a good organization. Uh, they went out and got Jason Benetti as the new play-by-play uh, -play guy for TV. And they're going to pay him. And they're going to do pretty much all the work with him. That was a home run hire. So for Tiger fans, you, you just, you got one of the, one of the really good ones in Jason Benetti and shout out to, uh, forgot the guy's first name, Gustafson, whoever the VP is with the Tigers for going out and getting Jason Benetti. That was a uh, pretty impressive. All right. You know what else was impressive yesterday? Lions win again, seven and two first win in the Pacific time zone since 2011. They beat the chargers yesterday, 41, 38. We had the post game pod yesterday where we really dissected everything that took place right away instant reaction but now that we've had a chance to breathe watch the film um it, it just occurs to me that this team is doing everything it said it was going to do when dan campbell and brad holmes came in all right and i'm not talking about the biting of the kneecaps and all that routine it was a great bit but whatever but they are physical especially on offense all right defense another story we'll get into that in a second but what the Lions said they were going to do and Dan Campbell said they were going to do was 
They were going to build the team from the inside out. They were going to be dominant up front, and they were going to run the football. And in today's day and age of the NFL, and it's a passing league, and you got to have a quarterback, and you got to have all these weapons, and blah, blah, blah. Controlling the football, controlling the line of scrimmage, and punching another team in the mouth still rings you know, true in the NFL. And yesterday, the Lions needed every single point that they got, 41 of them, to upend the Chargers. They couldn't stop L.A., especially through the air. But in kind of reviewing the tape and, and re-watching some of the game and seeing some of the tweets Jeff Schwartz puts out there and, and, and Brian Baldinger about the Lions' offensive line, it's remarkable. All right? Kudos to uh, Brad Holmes for drafting Panay Sewell all right, a couple of years ago and getting him early and putting him at right tackle and leaving him there. Now, Sewell's had to move around a little bit due to injury, but he's the guy. All right, Brad Holmes went out and signed Graham Glasgow this offseason to a one-year deal, and he's moving bodies. They've kept Frank Ragnow around. They re-up Taylor Decker. I think they're going to try like heck to keep Jonah Jackson here, all right? The left guard who now is in year four was a Bob Quinn draft pick. Um, but regardless, this offensive line is just dominant. And re go back and re-watch highlights and even do them in slow motion or hit pause a bunch of times and watch how Sewell and Glasgow and Frank and Jackson and Decker are just moving the Chargers defensive linemen and even the linebackers to an extent, three, four, five yards down the field before the running back even gets there. All right, they are just a dominant, dominant group. And I looked at this number today and it's pretty incredible. Let me find it. I just lost it. Uh, David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs each have two 20-yard touchdown runs this season. The last time the Lions had two players with multiple 20-yard rushing touchdowns in one season was 1936. 1936. Now, we know they, the, the Lions have had a good history of backs. Billy Sims, Barry Sanders. You know, there have been some, some, some decent running backs in this system for, for years in Detroit. The Lions running backs have 1,500 scrimmage yards in, yards in 2023, the second most among any team's running back unit. And a lot of it is due to the offensive line. Don't tell me. David Montgomery's really good, all right? We're not talking about a guy that the Lions signed that made multiple Pro Bowls. All right, Jameer Gibbs was drafted at 12, and yours truly, hand in the, hand in the air, and others ripped the move. How could you take a running back that early? What are the Lions doing? All right, maybe just maybe they could have drafted uh, 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 an, an interior defensive lineman or a cornerback at 12 or something like that and got their running back in the fourth round instead of a guy like Broderick Martin who never plays. It's possible, right? But regardless, this unit working with these backs and you throw in Craig Reynolds as well. Come on, Craig. Um, it, it's a tough combination to stop. And as we get into later in the season and you get into playing Minnesota two of the last three weeks, in December and January, when teams are banged up and guys have been through the, the rigors of a 17, 18-week season, all right, you need to run the football and be physical. And that's what the Lions do. Panay Sewell's uh, uh, PFF scores, he, he ranks number one in so many categories. Just moving bodies. He's a physical, dominating badass out there. And 
even when the Lions have not had their, 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 their complimentary of starters across the offensive line. Other guys come in and, and don't miss a beat, whether it's Dan Skipper or Colby Sorsdale or, or Glasgow or Vitae or whomever. The Lions bludgeoned you with the ground game. And I really want many of you to go back and watch the highlights. If you DVR the game, go back and watch them move the Chargers defensive linemen down the field. It's embarrassing. It is. The, uh, the LA Chargers got slapped around by the Lions offensive line. And we'll see, I'll have to look it up for tomorrow. Maybe we'll have Brad Spielberg around tomorrow from Pro Football Focus. We'll ask Brad. Lions offensive line has always been ranked two, three, four, five the last few years. It's been in the top five. Browns have a really good offensive line. Betonio and Wills and 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 and, um, and the guys on the interior there. All right, that are really good good football players. Uh, Dewan Jones, the rookies, had a good year. The Eagles offensive line with Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey. Um, Landon Dickerson, all right, those guys are dominant players. Ravens offensive line has always been really good, and they showed it against the Lions a couple of weeks ago. That Lions O-line is as good as there is in the league. Ragnow's been to a Pro Bowl. Jackson's been to a Pro Bowl. Sewell last year. Um, That's how you win. You can have the greatest air show in the world and all the, and, you know, awesome quarterback and everything else, but if you don't have that offensive line, um, and I'm not taking anything away from Jared Goff or Ben Johnson or anybody, but this old line is freaking good. And that's how they drew it up. And they've kept them together. And the hope is if you're Brad Holmes, Jonah Jackson's a free agent, back, back up the Brinks truck and keep him around. Because it's it's work. It's it's awesome. And that's something I took away from just re-watching some of the game uh, last night after we uh, did the show here. All right, coming up next, we'll get you the PFF grades. I got to tell you what Dan Campbell said about Aaron Glenn today. We'll do that right here on Locked On Lions on a Monday. But first, you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. I don't care if it's sports, music, comedy, theater, whatever it is, you want to buy the best tickets. If it's last minute, you want to know where to go. That's the Game Time app. Game Time is awesome. Game Time has killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, which is my favorite. And their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. All right. They got flash deals. Go on the website, look up any event and see the flash deal and click on it. That's a quick deal that they got up there that's going to save you money. Zone deals. All right. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event, event in your area. And again, the views from your seat is great. So you really know where you are sitting. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find. Last minute seats. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Lockdown NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code Lockdown NFL. L O C K E D O N NFL, and get twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Lions off a big win yesterday, 41-38 in L.A. against the Chargers. Detroit 7-2, including winning 4-5 on the road. They're back home this Sunday to face the laughingstock that is the Chicago Bears. This ought, this ought to be fun. I, I haven't looked yet, but the, uh, the point spread's got to be ridiculous. Lions have got to be double-digit favorites against the Bears. And I don't care if Tyson Bajan's playing quarterback, Justin Hall of Fields, uh, Rex Grossman, Jim McMahon. Don't care. Bob Avellini, throw them all in there. 
look those people up for those of you that are a little younger in the audience. Uh, I don't care who it is. It could be Jay Cutler. It could be Jim Miller for all I care. Uh, check it out. Lions are going to Lions are going to win this game Sunday and get to eight and two, which is very, very exciting. All right. How are the Lions going to get better? What do they need to improve on? Well, we saw yesterday uh, the defense was abysmal. And yes, I saw some of the YouTube commenters and, oh, come on, you're a little bit too harsh. No. You allow the Chargers on their last five possessions of the game to score five touchdowns, that's a problem. There's going to be a game soon where the defense is going to have to win the game for this team. Other teams are going to figure out your offense. It happens from time to time. A great lineup sometimes gets shut, sometimes gets shut down by pitching. A great offense in basketball sometimes gets shut down by defense. All right, how many years did the Pistons bludgeon Michael Jordan, who was the a superior offensive player? But the Jordan rules of the defense prevailed. There's going to be a game coming up, and I don't know when it is. That's going to be a tight, close defensive struggle, where maybe golf isn't in a good rhythm that day. Maybe the the O lines getting called for penalties, and, and and there's there's weird whistles going on, a drop pass here or there, poor field position. It happens, All right? Not everything is going to be like yesterday, which was an absolute track meet out there at SoFi. And Dan Campbell today was asked about Aaron Glenn and and, and the defense, and he said we're going to be okay. Guys have to win their one on one battles, is what he said. They can't upgrade the the roster anymore. Trade deadline is passed. And don't tell me the Lions should sign Jack Jones because the Patriots has cut him. That guy's a complete locker room cancer. They're not going out and getting Jack Jones. If they didn't make any trades at the deadline because they were worried about messing with the culture, what makes you think they're going to bring in some bad apple from the Patriots? Could they use another corner? Sure. You want to sign somebody? Call and Sue. See if he'll come out of retirement. He's waiting for the, for the phone call. I'd sign Sue before I signed Jack Jones is my point. Um, but guys winning their one-on-one battles is interesting because, and we're going to get to the PFF grades in a second. Guys just have to start playing better, right? Like I said, nothing's going to fall off of a tree in Allen Park and whittle its way down to the facility. You're not just going to get, you know, a Jalen Ramsey, uh, you know, or, or a Patrick Sertan or, or uh, a Daniil Hunter for free right here, right now. The players are on the roster. The players like Josh Pascal, whose name we barely called yesterday. John Kaminsky, who after the first play did not register a tackle or sniff the football all day. Those players must improve. Charles Harris has been a giant disappointment this year. Huge disappointment. Harris and Romeo Quara took pay cuts this offseason. They're playing like it. Somebody has got to step up opposite of Aiden Hutchinson and get to the quarterback. Because right now, all these offensive lines are leaning right and making sure that they're taking Hutch out of the game. Is Hutchinson playing his best ball right here, right now? No. Right? Is anybody up front doing the job? Not really. Aline McNeil's been decent against the run. They had to blitz yesterday. The one time they blitzed with Anzalone, and it got at least a pressure, and a quarterback hit uh, was the cool interception from Kirby Joseph on a great play on the sideline with the uh, toe, dra- uh, toe drag swag. Other than that, these players have got to step up because Dan Campbell is going to stick with Aaron Glenn. Future head coach Aaron Glenn isn't going anywhere. I don't think they're going to completely blow up a scheme or 
or or or uh, uh, fire an assistant coach like they, they did Aubrey Pleasant uh, a couple of years ago. I don't think that's happening. Guys, just have to, as Dan Campbell said today, start winning these one-on-one battles. Charger offensive line yesterday, Slater and others, and even Pipkins to an extent, did a pretty good job, much better job than they had done the previous Monday night uh, against the Jets. So guys have to improve. Brian Branch was incredible the first few weeks of the season. Hasn't been as incredible since coming back from the ankle injury. Cam Sutton had a brutal game yesterday. You know he will not play any worse in any of the other games coming up than he had played yesterday. It was a bad performance. But they won. All right? It's a W. And now, next up, you've got offenses that, quite honestly, stink the next few weeks. The Bears, please. Green Bay after that at home on Thanksgiving Day? Packers don't win games. Jordan Love doesn't, doesn't, doesn't do it for you. You're not facing Aaron Rodgers and uh, Devontae Adams and Jordy Nelson anymore. So next couple of weeks, good time for this defense to uh, to get right. They've got to get right. All right, PFF grades and a little chat about uh, the Bears coming up next uh, as well. FanDuel, NFL season's in high gear. FanDuel is America's number one sports book. You want to bet on some games? Monday Night Football tonight, Bills and Broncos. All right. The Bills make you want to shout. You want to put some money down on the Bills? Do it tonight. Are you really betting the Broncos? Maybe you take the points. Do it tonight at FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. You're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than to do it right here, right now. Get in on the action. They got a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Kick off the NFL season. Got to do it in style. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. The Lions, America's team. The Detroit Lions hosting the Chicago Bears are coming up on Sunday. By the way, the Lions are America's team. All right. Jim Harbaugh said today that Michigan is America's team. The kids might be America's team because that seems like a really good group of kids and uh, they play hard. And to me, they look like the best team in college football. When your coach gets suspended, not once, but twice in a season, (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't call you America's team. Oh no, but it was just a cheeseburger. Oh no, it was a rogue staffer. Okay. Maybe the kids are America's team, but not, 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 I, I, I can't be on board with that. That's just kooky talk, as they say. All right. Pro Football Focus, pff.com, top five and bottom five Lion performers from yesterday. Brad Spielberger from PFF going to join us tomorrow. On defense, the highest graded Lion player was Aleem McNeil with an 86.2 grade. I never thought in a million years that a defense that gave up five straight touchdowns and 38 points would have a player even above 70 let alone 80, but Lee McNeil at an 86.2. Aiden Hutchinson came in second with a 79.5 grade. Charles Harris, 75.9. Hutchinson with 79.5. Harris, 75.9. John Kaminsky, 73.5. And Alex Anzalone, 72.8. Those were your top five defenders from yesterday. Bottom five, no surprise, Cam Sutton, dead last. 
43.2. Kirby Joseph, 43.9. Or as Jim Nance called him yesterday, Kerry Joseph. Uh, Brian Branch, 49.1. Julian O'Quara, 49.2. Josh Paschal, 50.3. Those are your worst performances from a Lions defender yesterday. On offense, not a surprise. Your two performers over 90 grades, Amon Ross St. Brown, 91.4. What a player he is. Oh my gosh, is he good. Sign him long-term now. Jared Goff, 90. Great. 90.0. Awesome. All Jared Goff is doing right now is delivering you wins. That's all he's doing. 15 of the last 19. David Montgomery batting third, 86.8. Panay Sewell, 83.1. Frank Ragnow, 80.3. Five players over 80 on the roster. Pretty cool from yesterday. As far as your bottom five Lion performers from yesterday, Khalif Raymond, hmm, 55.2. Jonah Jackson, 56.3. James Mitchell, 58.1. Josh Reynolds, 62.5, and Jameer Gibbs, 62.5. But think about it, your your fifth worst was a 62. The fifth worst on the defense yesterday one, two, was a 50. So a little bit of a difference between the offense and the defense, uh, I would say, from yesterday. Defense has to get better, all right? This team is going to beat San Francisco on the road or Philly on the road. They got to get stops. They've played some decent quarterbacks this year. Outside of Mahomes in week one, when they played good quarterbacks, they've gotten shredded. It's a fact. Geno Smith shredded them. Lamar Jackson shredded them. Justin Herbert yesterday toyed with them at times. He and Keenan Allen were hard to stop. The Lions are going to see Dak Prescott later in the year. All right, the next two weeks, Bajent or Fields or Love? No. Derek Carr in New Orleans, if he plays, I'm not putting him up in the class of Lamar or Dak Prescott or, or uh, Justin Herbert. Josh Dobbs, we'll see. I mean, the guy's been on 17 teams, all right? I think eventually water is going to find its level with Dobbs. It's a great story. But there's a reason Tennessee got rid of him. Pittsburgh got rid of him. Cleveland got rid of him. Arizona got rid of him. Great story. And he's got the Vikings on a win streak right now at six and four. Pretty remarkable. But um, I don't see this continuing like this. But give Kevin O'Connell credit with Minnesota. They've been without Justin Jefferson for the last, what, month? And they've won five in a row. Next up, the Bears coming up right here uh, at Ford Field on Sunday at one o'clock. Chicago actually off a rare win as the Bears knocked off the Panthers last Thursday. So they'll have a little bit of time to uh, extra time to prepare bears and Panthers, uh, Chicago, of course, beat, uh, Carolina 16, 13 this past Thursday night. Um, David Montgomery is going to have a big game. He was asked about it yesterday. He said, I'm not really going to get into it right now, but yeah, he's been circling this on the calendar. Not that he hates the bears that he's mad at them for kind of letting him walk at free agency, but anytime you play against your former team. And it was a team that, did not offer him what the Lions offered him. Uh, I think David Montgomery is going to be running with <laughs> reckless abandon uh, this coming Sunday. I cannot wait. And this that crowd is going to be through the roof again. 
just like they were yesterday out in LA. All right, tomorrow, Pro Football Focus's own Brad Spielberger will join us. We'll do the crossover with Lauren Cox of Lockdown Bears coming up on Thursday. Thanks for making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Matt Derry with you, Locked On Lions, Locked On Podcast Network.